Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. To sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Beyond Retirement, and thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to continue in the series of additional income streams. These ideas are great whether you're retired or not. Joining me today is Hannah Dixon, the guru of digital nomads. I stumbled onto Hannah's five-day virtual assistant challenge, you guessed it, on Facebook. If you're just tuning in for the first time, you'll soon realize that pretty much everything I discover these days is on Facebook. You know how it is. If it's on Facebook, it's got to be true, right? Well, one thing that's definitely true is the phenomenal success of students who have worked with Hannah. She's trained thousands of virtual assistants and she runs a very successful VA matching program where she matches up people and businesses looking for services with the virtual assistants who can get them results they want. Today, Hannah is going to tell us about being a virtual assistant. Hannah, welcome to Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I know it seems pretty elementary to you, but I imagine some of our listeners have no idea what a virtual assistant is. Can you explain just basically what the role of a VA is? Absolutely. So it, it kind of, um, it's in the name. So virtual assistant, it's someone who assists someone or a business virtually, which leaves the scope of what a virtual assistant can do very, very wide. Um, but essentially, normally helping with sort of um, administrative, creative or tech tasks um, for businesses and individuals who, who have an online presence. Okay, so um, I know you've got a training program for VAs, but is there any special certification you need to have to uh, become a virtual assistant? Or can anybody just say, hey, I'm a virtual assistant and suddenly they are one? Um, there, there are lots of trainings you can do out there. Um, there is no specific requirement or sort of certification that you need. However, I do recommend getting yourself trained up a little bit in certain areas. Um, for example, if you're going to specialize maybe in social media management, it might be worth doing some training in that before just declaring you're a VA. Um, but that being said, there are so many things that you can do that might seem really easy to you, but are really hard for someone else to do and they might want to hire you for. Um, and you can totally start waving the VA flag around. For example, maybe you are managing someone's inbox, for example, someone who's very untech savvy, doesn't know how to use maybe Gmail, for example, and just wants someone to manage their inbox, they're very busy. You can, you can, you know, open for business with that kind of thing quite easily. But for more specialized things, I would definitely recommend getting some training, but there are no specific certifications required, which is, which is excellent. So it does leave it pretty, pretty open for a lot of people. Yeah, it does. Just about anybody can do it as long as they uh, can prove that they know how to do whatever they're offering. Exactly. Yes, totally. Okay, so with it kind of wide open like that, um, what about finding jobs? Is it easy to get work as a VA? Uh, I, I think it can be very easy. It depends on a few factors. One is knowing who you're serving in your business. So it's really important to kind of um, figure out what your niche is, um, what kinds of people you want to be working with. That helps you stand out in what is a very crowded marketplace. 
Um, also knowing what's, what kind of tasks you're going to be doing. So when you compare that together, you kind of make yourself this little um, area that you can excel in and you can start marketing um, yourself as that, which eliminates a lot of competition. But again, it, it's still, it can be tricky if you're not comfortable with marketing yourself, if you're not um, well equipped to um, do sort of sales calls with people. So this is where that training comes in handy. Um, because as a virtual assistant, you're no longer working for an employer, you're working for yourself, which means you need to get good at all the business processes. Um, so I think that it can be, but you, you really do need to be able to push yourself out there and start talking to people and networking because you are solely responsible for, for making sales in your business. Okay, so somebody who is pretty good or, or very good, say, at, at social media, doesn't mean that they're going to be good at, as a VA because they might not be able to demonstrate to other people how they're, how they're going to help them. Uh, yes and no, because there are other ways to go around that. So one of the things that I recommend to some of my students, if they're definitely more on the introverted side or they, they don't have much experience in sales, is also to network with other virtual assistants who are on the sort of, sort of same learning journey as you or are already in the game, um, because often you can get referrals from people. So that's one way to sort of tackle that as well. So there definitely are ways around it. And one, one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give anyone who is um, struggling with this is just to start networking with other VAs because it's it's less intimidating and there's lots of opportunity for their at, for both subcontracting and also referrals as well. Okay, well that that's good to know, I guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, for me, if I was doing it, marketing I think would be the toughest part. Yeah, I mean, it it really is. It's hard for a lot of people, especially if you know, a lot of people come from more sort of traditional nine to five settings. You've never had to do that. It's, it's really tricky. I mean, I had to learn it and I struggled for years with that. Um, so I think it's, it's fairly common, but it, over time you do get kind of used to it, which, which, and you get obviously better to have practice with anything you do. Yeah. All right. So what are the best and worst things about being a VA in your opinion? Okay. Um, the best things I'll give you three for each. Okay. I would say, that the best things are the location independence. So the ability to travel um, or to stay at home with the kids or to whatever it is that you want to do um, that, that gives you that freedom of, of location. Um, so that's one of the big ones. Another one is choosing who you work with. So, you know, if you're working in an office or anything like that, um, you don't get to choose who's, who's there with you. But when you're a virtual assistant, you can choose your clients, which is nice. So you can choose really fun people. Um, <laughs> And another one is that you get to choose your rates and how quickly you want to progress with it. So if you were just starting out, you might be charging on a lower rate, but then, you know, once you do more training and you get more experience, you can put that up and really, I mean, you can take it in so many different directions. You might start as a VA and you might end up being a Facebook ads consultant. You might start as a VA and you might end up being a life coach. Do you know what I mean? There's so you learn so much about the online world that you can take it in so many different directions and really you get to, dictate what you earn in that respect, which I think is really exciting. Yeah, that's um, amazing. And then the three worst things. I think one of the main things, and I think this is across the board for a lot of remote workers, is loneliness. I think that could be a big, um, a big factor for when you're working from home or working somewhere remotely. It can really, really get to you, which is why I think it's important to, you know, as you said, you, you get everything from Facebook. Um, you can get community on Facebook, which is, I think, so important. Um, so that there are ways to tackle that. Co-working spaces, like you said, Facebook communities or um, 
in-person meetups, events, those kinds of things. But I think loneliness is, is a plague of the, the digital, the digital era. Um, loneliness, what else would there be? I think overcoming sort of, um, a lot of, how would you call that? Like limiting beliefs. So I think a lot of people, everyone has them. And I think they become very apparent when you start working for yourself in this kind of role, things like discounting your rates to win the client over or, um, saying yes to things that you really should have said no to like working at the weekend those kinds of things so they can that can be really hard to navigate in the first year two years uh, it took me a long time to do that and that can be quite demoralizing um so again that's that's why you know having community people who can talk you out of these situations getting yourself trained in certain areas is, is really important but yeah set, setting boundaries and stuff like that and and you know letting yourself down well that can be quite hard to to deal with i think um, a third one, I don't even know if I have three, being a VA is awesome, <laughs> <laughs> let me think, um, a third one, maybe I could say loneliness, boundaries, and maybe just, um, I think a lot of people don't understand what a VA is still, and I'm putting up with sort of like what friends and family say about that kind of thing, I think whenever you, whenever you do something new, um, you'll get lots of people cheering for you and you'll get lots of people who you didn't expect not cheering for you and maybe even <laughs> saying things that are a little bit like mean. I, I know that a lot of people experience that like, oh, why do you think you can just do this? Or um, it's not even a real job or that kind of thing. Or make, what makes you equipped to do that? So just being able to like have thick skin is how you can tackle that. But I know that's, that's way easier said than done. Um, <laughs> But yeah, whenever you whenever you do something new, I'm sure you've experienced this yourself at some point. Whenever you do something new, you will realize who your real friends are and that there'll be a little bit of backlash that, you know what, that means you're heading forward in a new direction. I think it's exciting, but it doesn't feel good when it's happening. <laughs> right, right. Having your uh, having your friends show their true colors, sort of, so to speak. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, that yeah, that's awesome. I think... Uh, the negative sides are pretty much the negative of any sort of uh, freelance or digital kind of thing. You're kind of on your own. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the big, the big downside I think is that you might not see yeah. anybody or talk to anybody for a while. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big one. Okay. Um, if you were going to provide just one piece of advice for somebody who is just starting out or just thinking about becoming a VA, what would you tell them? I would tell them that they don't need to look at it like it's this big scary thing. They just need to look at what their experience is so far. I think a lot of people who are starting as VAs or freelancers, they completely dismiss their previous experience in any kind of other job setting and think it's not applicable online when actually it really is from things like, um, you know, being an awesome team player to being a, being really good at like educating people or training people. Um, all the all the soft skills are just as important as the you know the the technical things that you'll have to learn. And I think that um, if you can look at the things that you're already good at, you can quite easily see where you might fit in with a business online. So don't dismiss your previous experience and think that you don't um, you're not ready for this or you have to learn for like lots of lots and lots of years or whatever and have to spend loads of money to do this. It's not true. Um, and it is a completely unregulated industry, which is both good and bad. I'm not going to talk about the negatives right now. And the, the positives are that you can make it your own um, and you do have experience to bring to the table. So don't, don't disqualify that. Fabulous. Thank you. Um, I guess uh, that's about all the time we have today. My podcasts are usually pretty short. Uh, <laughs> 
Thanks, Hannah, for uh, giving us some insight into the realm of work available as a virtual assistant. Um, would you yes. like to Would you like to tell uh, people how they can get in touch with you uh, if they're interested in finding out more? Yes, absolutely. Uh, super easy. Digital Nomad Kit K I T dot com. You can find everything right there. Awesome. And I guess that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, I'm going to do a quick summary of all the interviews we've heard this month, giving their highlights and some reminders about how you can get started with each one and turn them into viable income streams. Hannah, thanks again for uh, being my guest today. I think our listeners learned quite a bit, and I really enjoyed it. Me too. Thanks so much for having me. Well, that's the show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. I'd appreciate it if you'd review the show and leave me a rating. If you've got any questions, drop by JackieDoucette.com and leave me a short message. I'll try to answer all the questions on a later episode.